the pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, thanks for joining us for On The Pace, a Wednesday edition, and it's all about the Bathurst Gold Crown Carnival over the next 10 days or so. It starts off tonight uh, with heats of the gold tiara, and then there's plenty of events to come over the next 10 days, culminating in that big group one night of racing next Saturday evening. Just a quick look back on yesterday's results before we move on to today. Uh, we had just the six races from Menangle yesterday and the wins were pretty evenly shared around as well. But Funky Monkey continued on her winning way, making it three from three since coming across from New Zealand. So she's starting to build up quite an impressive record. And then we also had Albury race last night and Blake Mickliffe drove a double. I believe it was his birthday as well. So a nice birthday present there, reigning home two victories on the card last night at Albury. As I mentioned, tonight is the start of the Bathurst Gold Crown Carnival and we'll have five heats of the gold tiara for the two-year-old fillies. They'll race in Group 1 company next Saturday night. And our guest this morning is Amy Rees. Not only does she uh, work at the Bathurst Club there, which are no doubt are feverishly getting things organised for not only tonight, but for the next 10 days or so, but she also has a drive tonight. So we can chat to her about a few different things as we head into this evening's meeting. Thanks for your time this morning, Amy. I'm sure that it's a pretty busy time where you are at the moment, but no doubt plenty of excitement in the air as well see the last few weeks have been a bit busy preparing um but everything has sort of come together now because it kind of has to so (laughs) yeah that's exactly right in terms of the tiara heats tonight and also just looking ahead to friday night when the gold crown heats will take place there's five heats of the tiara and six seats of the gold crown so in terms of numbers of support everyone there must be pretty tickled pink with how many people are keen to get to Bathurst this year. Yeah, it's been great. I think it's actually one of the best years we've had since we've been up at the new track anyway. Um, so, that yeah, that's really good. And we just had one extra horse for the Colts. So we had to do, um, do an extra heat so they could all get a run. But there's more chances for them, so it's good. Yeah, they'll be hotly contested too with the multiple number of heats having to run uh, in the top couple will certainly ensure that the racing is very, very competitive. In terms of tonight as well, there's also the honoree stakes heats and there's four of them, whereas they're still ultra competitive as well. So it's not only the big group ones that people are interested in trying to get involved with. It's right across the board, 10 races for a Wednesday night. I know it's been busy over the last few weeks, but it seems as though the club have done a really good job of not only uh, ensuring that those Group 1 races are well, I guess, participated in, but building that carnival atmosphere around those Group 1s. Yeah, it does help a lot to to have them and it attracts a lot more people. You have people who bring their two-year-olds and three-year-olds. It's good to have the three-year-olds also being Group 1 races now. And they, a lot of people who are travelling bring, you know, some, some older horses that will compete in the honorees or we have the Trotters Cup and the uh, Gold Coronet as well um, on Friday, I believe. So, you know, pretty much every meeting, even though there is the crown and the tiara, the chalice and the bracelet, there's also other sort of bigger races on all of those nights as well. 
Yeah, there certainly is. In terms of other events surrounding just the race meetings, there's also, I believe, a ball this Saturday night. So uh, I'm sure that there'll be plenty interested in going to that one. Are tickets sold out for that and whether or not they are? Can you talk us through, I guess, what the ball um, consists of and what the idea is behind popping that in the middle of the carnival as well? So the ball, yes, is this Saturday night. It's the night before the sales. Um, It sort of just works best because final night is obviously a Saturday night. We have the heats this Friday, the sales on the Sunday. So really, it's probably the only day you can do it anyway. Um, And being in the middle of the carnival, you know, we kind of hope that you have people who are travelling you know, will be here because they will be here for the heat and then they'll be here for the sales on the Sunday. So that's sort of why it's situated where it is. And we're not sold out of tickets yet. However, we do have to finalise the numbers by this afternoon. So if there is anyone who hasn't booked and they are interested in coming, please let us know today. Yeah, okay. Not too long to organise yourself from that perspective. And in terms of the sales, as you've just mentioned, uh, the sales on Sunday are always quite hotly contested. And I know there's been some really good horses to come through the Bathurst sale. Uh, Can you give us a bit of an idea on how many horses will be heading through the ring this Sunday and uh, when people, where it is, I'm assuming it's it's at the club and uh, what's involved in getting involved in the sale on Sunday for those maybe wishing to buy into a harness horse for their first time because it seems as though the Bathurst sale can throw up a really nice horse but at a nice price as well. Yeah, and it it is up at the club, so this is the second year that it will be up here. Um, You don't have to sort of pre-book to come or anything. Last year, because of COVID, you did, but this year you don't. You are more than welcome to just turn up. We also have online bidding for the first time, um, so that is something as well for people who, you know, may be in state or may not be able to get here. So, um, you know, you can contact Graham Board to find out more information about that but there's there was about 90 yearlings and I think some might have been withdrawn but not too many so there would still be you know comfortably over 80 yearlings going through the sale this year so you know about 80 something chances of getting a group one winner in next year's crown or um, tiara. Yeah, exactly right. And in terms of, you just mentioned COVID, uh, it was about this time last year when things got pretty serious. I know it severely impacted last year's carnival. So I'm sure that all that are working hard behind the scenes to get this year underway are just excited to probably have the biggest crowd, uh, not only for, for finals night, but across the carnival that you've seen at Bathurst in the last probably two years. Yeah, it, it was a shame last year. We were, you know, it all just sort of came um, out of the blue, really, and all of a sudden everything got shut down. So we were lucky enough to keep racing, but it was a shame that, you know, the owners and um, the public couldn't come. So this year you can, and we do have limits on how many people can be in the clubhouse. Um, if anyone wants to be in the marquee, they also have to pre-book for that. Uh, so we've got ladies night next Wednesday and then obviously final night so you can book to be in the marquee. Otherwise, we're allowed um, a very, very large number of people outside, which we won't exceed. So um, if you're not booking to be here, you can just turn up and that's fine. Uh, you just have to remain outside unless you're 
you know, grabbing a bite to eat or ducking to the toilet or something. And, you know, if we can all just follow the, the rules and the restrictions that have been pretty much our lives for the last 12 months, as you just said, then everyone can have a really good night. I'm sure there are plenty looking forward to it as well, not only uh, in the local community, but abroad. So there are still some hospitality offerings available for all nights of the racing? Yes. So we have um, final night in the marquee is pretty much booked out. Um, But ladies night, we still have some tables available. We also have the tours, which are on next. Tuesday. So we have a beer and food tour and a wine and food tour. If anyone's staying in the area for the whole carnival and are interested in that, you can call us up and get some tickets to them. Um, but yeah, otherwise, if you're interested in coming, just give us a call and let us know what you're wishing to attend and we'll just do our best to make it work. Yeah, great to see a club that's so forward-thinking and interested in creating such a carnival atmosphere because that's what it's become. And uh, there's plenty that look forward to this little period in time each and every year. I know that you're very keen on the social media side of things and do a great job on uh, the club's social media pages across the board. Is there anything that you've got in the locker that we can look forward to that you'll be announcing on social media over the next 10 days or so? Or is there uh, anything special that you're looking forward to maybe putting a GoPro on someone in particular or are you just going to keep that under your hat? Um, Look, the GoPro will probably make a bit of an appearance at some stage over the crown. (laughs) Um, People seem to really like those videos, so we definitely want to, you know, be bringing people what they enjoy. Um, Obviously, it does depend on some drivers, you know, get worried that it might jinx them or not. And um, (laughs) you put it on some drivers and the race doesn't go quite to plan and they would prefer me not to post it, which is completely fine. So um, I dare say it will make an appearance at some stage over the crown. We just need a few little things to fall into place for that to happen but I'll be definitely doing my best. (laughs) Good stuff we'll keep an eye on those channels across the next few days. Before we let you go you do have a drive tonight in a gold tiara heat which I'm sure you're really looking forward to despite the fact that uh, no doubt you'll be uh, running around like a crazy woman prior and probably after as well but lucky Zara goes around in the first of the gold tiara heats for your partner, John O'Shea, you drove this filly on debut a couple of weeks ago. What are your expectations leading into tonight? She has a nice enough draw. Uh, Martini Stride's a very short price favourite, but if you can run into the top two there somewhere, you might just have a group one drive next Saturday night. So what are the expectations tonight? Um, well, she's a nice enough little filly, uh, you know, in our minds, we're sort of thinking she'd be a little bit more competitive in a consolation than in a final, but especially with the scratching inside of us um, and being a two-year-old race, anything can happen. So, you know, as you said, Martini Stride is a short price favourite and going by its runs, it'll be very hard to beat. But if she gets the right one, you know, she'll definitely be thereabouts and she might even snag a spot in the final next week. We'll just have to wait and see. Yes, you never know in terms of racing. Anything can happen. Appreciate your time this morning, Amy. Best of luck, not only with your drive tonight, but also to yourself in the club over the next uh, 10 days or so. Looking forward to watching from a distance and I'm sure that it'll be as successful as ever. Thanks again. Thank you, Brittany.
Amy Rees there this morning and she works really closely with the Bathurst Harness Racing Club to produce plenty of great content, which no doubt you would have seen across social media uh, probably in the last 12 months or so. And they're a club that really do put a lot of resources and effort into this carnival period each and every year and they do a great job. So if you're in the area or if you're wanting to head along to Bathurst across many of the events that they have coming up uh, between this Wednesday and final night next Saturday, give the club a call and they'll be more than happy to assist, I'm sure. Uh, before we wrap up on the pace for this Wednesday morning, just a little bit of news. Um, in terms of yesterday, Harness Racing New South Wales did announce that the Chief Steward, the current Chief Steward, uh, Grant Adams, has tendered his resignation. So uh, he's been a part of the organisation for uh, over 10 years now. So uh, we thank Grant for his service to Harness Racing in New South Wales. He'll be moving on and the team are now embarking on a suitable replacement. So uh, Grant will wrap up in June. So still a few more months to go, but a bit of an announcement there. And if I didn't mention it last week, Tab are now open on markets for both the Trotters and Pacers into Dominion uh, to take place in New South Wales at the end of this year. So uh, nice and early, if you see one there at a price that you think could be competitive in this year's into Dominion, I know that Lock and Barad is the favourite for the Pacers edition. And when it comes to the Trotters, Majestic Man and Sunday Sun, the Kiwis are at the top of betting there. But that that's available now for your interest ahead of the Inter-Dominion to take place later this year. That's on the pace for a Wednesday. I'll be back tomorrow morning to no doubt recap what's been a huge night at Bathurst tonight and look forward to Penrith tomorrow and I'll catch you then.